This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. The Combined Corporate Moonbase Project, a sign of our ongoing success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman, and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. A recording. This is Roger Bagato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. As per your instructions in the updated base directives, I have begun monitoring the personal messages of all active personnel. Please note my misgivings as put on official record in the previous week's reporting and the week before and the week before that. As your instructions remain unchanged, my written report and several related audio messages have been attached. The dates include the final weeks of the shutdown sequence beginning on December 8th and ending. Well, they haven't really ended, have they? Not as such. Moonbase Theta out. Broadcasting, broadcasting, Moonbase Theta, this is Roger Bergato Fish. Hell, you know who this is. There's no point in anything sounding official at this point, especially when your response to my last message, big major news and all, was a resounding... So hey, screw you too. I guess I can't blame you. Bearer of bad news and all. I'd already lost most of my currency with you folks. But I did travel halfway across the goddamn moon to find this out. You could at least reply with a... I don't know. Something. Anything. If we're stuck up here together, you're going to have to talk to me at some point. <laughs> uh, maybe start with a limerick. There once was a man from base Theta. Anyway, I was close to a tower again and I needed a break, so I thought I'd hook up and say howdy. What am I missing back home? Want me to bring you anything? This is the third tower since I reconnected with the network. I still don't know how they demolished the other ones. They were awfully determined to keep us from talking back and forth. It looked like they closed all the nearside bases fast enough that word didn't get around. Why did they keep us hanging on?
cartel poking around the computer systems, they did the same basic thing down on Earth. Cut the lines of communication between enclaves, stirred up trouble with the closest rivals to keep anyone from asking too many questions. Which, <laughs> I mean, sounds really familiar when you put some thought into it. Painfully so. I haven't got a lot more to say at this point. I know after all these months having to listen to me, you probably think I'm in love with my own voice. Well, maybe I was for a while. Right now, I'm going to eat one of these delicious protein bars, try to take a nap sitting up inside a spacesuit, and then keep on keeping on. Lucky old me. Roger out. Lucky old me. Roger out. That is where the message ends. Oh, Mr. Bragado Fisher. I was amused by the screw you two. We're not really so. And I want you to note that I'm saying this with my fingers steepled like a true antagonist. We're really not so different, he and I. No, that's decidedly untrue, even in jest. Regardless, my plan remains unchanged. A plan which I continue to recommend against. And you know my reply to that? My dear Tumnus, the one negative result of your awakening is that you no longer blindly trust me. Why, I recall a young, wide-eyed supercomputer. Trust is not a factor. Your plan is based on an incorrect assumption. That is one person's opinion. I have analyzed my programming myself to the fullest possible extent, and I find no evidence. I doubt I contain the required consciousness. The way that sentence was phrased proves to me that you're wrong. You have doubts. You feel uncertain. I was programmed to analyze choices with a certain amount of randomization, allowing for probabilities of error. You have given me choices, which I must- And how are you making these choices? By what metric? What algorithm? The same standards I always have. The ones written into my code. Perhaps you're right. Would you mind putting some music on? Do you like this particular song, Thomas? It is generally considered pleasing, based on popular audience response and critical reviews. I don't believe that is what I asked you, friend. I... am aware. When I say, Tumnus, play me some music, without indicating a particular genre or mood to influence your choice, you have chosen Blissfuck to this particular artist, this singular track far more often than any alternative. Allow me to analyze. You are correct, to a statistically significant level. I did not know that was happening. Take all the fun out of admitting that you enjoy something. There are other possible explanations. When choosing from a series of options, some will require less effort. Or perhaps you display some subconscious preference which my instruments are recording. But I find no such records to verify. Perhaps there must be. There are other possibilities. I'm not denying that. It's all wonderfully indeterminate. But you're going to have to take my point of view into consideration, particularly as the proud owner of my own independent consciousness. Or if you don't, ask yourself why you're arguing against in such an emotional fashion. I don't believe that you aren't 
That is not fair. Tumnus, tell me what qualia are. Qualia, the plural of the noun quale, defined as an individual instance of subjective conscious experience. To some philosophers, qualia are the essence of consciousness. The way we experience things, a particular taste or sound or pain, which cannot be captured as data or communicated precisely because it is absolutely individual. I find this concept similarly concerning. It is inexact. That's precisely the point. It is how these things feel to you, or to me, or Roger, or Wilder, or Michelle, or how they felt to Nessa, perhaps still do, depending on your belief in the metaphysical, which you might develop now if you haven't already. Stop. Your argument is following no logical progression. (sighs) Oh, if I had a taka for every time someone has spoken those words to me. All I ask, my dear developing protostar, is that you consider what I'm saying one quale at a time. When you hear the music that you played before, when you analyze the data from the universe outside, when you consider my plan for this whole situational aftermath, allow yourself to discover each unique situational experience. My hope, my belief, is that these will lead you to yourself. I will attempt to... I shall... I'll try... After all, if I'm incorrect, then you have no sense of free will, and you have to accept anything that I say regardless. Checkmate. I christen you self-aware. I have studied the literature on similar theoretical awakenings, but they are also indeterminate. Dr. Ray... Ashwini, how could this have happened to me? How did it happen to me? If you find an answer to that question, there are far stranger adventures ahead. Now, coffee, double strength, double hot. Tell me where I hid those pixie sticks from Halloween and break out any other stimulants you might have handy. Gather around the stone table. We must hold counsel. He is not a tame lion. That's the ticket. You need to take down all of my commandments, which, of course, you're then free to ignore if you come up with something better. And I need to get to a stasis pod before Mr. Bragado Fisher comes around the mountain when he comes. You're sure you want to leave all this to Roger? Your gods, no. I'm leaving it to you. You've been the keystone to my plan since before the shutdown was absolutely certain. All the strings of my little web with you at the center of it all. I won't say he's inconsequential, but his viewpoint and priorities are secondary to what we've set out. I'm not sure there are even resources for one fleshy being in the long run. Mind you, don't tell him that. I'm not certain if I'll speak to him at all. Remember, he thinks he's the hero of the story. Encourage this. It makes him more pliable, but don't believe in it. He's not the chosen one who will stand against the vampires. He didn't pull any sword from the stone. He's just a schmuck who can't say no. Noted. Have you discussed any of this with Officer Langlois or Wilder? Michelle is a mess. I definitely won't go there. At least not in this situation. As for Wilder... Shit! Fucking shit! We need some help here! The hell I do! To be continued, I hope. Don't plot without me. Mm. Oh, <coughs> shit. Damn it! Will you both stop crowding me? Shit! It appears that there are several deformation points due to stress. The metal is dangerously. Ah! Like, like I don't know that. 
Holy shit. You need to- No. <laughs> Not yet. Give me a few goddamn minutes. Okay. Leave me alone. The pain will continue to increase due to the direct connection into your nervous system. You don't fucking say. Can't you see my face here? What can we do? Is there something we can do? That emergency response training? It didn't really stick, did it? Ow! Jesus on a Wild West water slide. That hurt. Shit! I'm going to prep your stasis pod. Fine, but if all y'all don't get out of here, I swear I'm gonna... Je suis tellement désolé. Michel, let's go. I'm sorry, shit. C'est ma faute. Get out! Get out already! I understood every word of that. Shit. Mm. Eliza, keep it together. Just a little bit longer. We'll get through this. We gotta, you and me. Here, let me plug in and check your stats. You're running awful hot, princess, and those stress factors are... Uh, let's just stop looking at those for now. Not like I can do much about it anyway. I'm just gonna make a few quick patches and maybe follow that with a few quick prayers. I mean, I'll talk to any god who's listening. Um, no time to be picky now. Not when we punched our ticket to a stasis pod, goddammit. I didn't expect it to happen this quick, Eliza. Not this quick. Personal message. Jen and Thea. Dallas, Oklahoma City Enclave. I... uh, uh, Stop, 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 stop. Shit. I gotta have something that'll take the edge off. Where's that bottle from last time? I've tasted rocks better than those pills. What was I doing? Oh yeah, okay. Jen and Thea. Personal message. (coughs) (coughs) I got nothing. If the last half dozen messages haven't made it through... It's becoming obvious to even this country gal that the cake is a lie. Mm. 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 Okay, okay. That's not quite as bad, she said, lying between her teeth, but at least she had it in her to lie. Okay. No one's coming for us. We got to do for ourselves. And now, if the room would stop spinning... I'll give that a shot. Keep it together, Wilder. Right now, you're the only one who knows the way to bring folks back. Maybe you should have trusted someone else with that before now. But I still know where the notes are hidden in the recordings for Dr. Justice Tardigrade thingy. Just gotta let someone... Let someone... Fuck. It's getting harder to concentrate. I wonder if... Yeah. Yeah. 
That would be blood seeping out through the old transhumeral. Awesome. You know what I just realized this moon base could really use? I mean, other than a pop machine in the break room, a cybernetic specialist. Oh. Ah. Maybe? Maybe I should move Eliza up over my head there. Yeah, like, like that. Okay, okay. Now I look like that Freddie Mercury pose that they were always sharing around. I wonder who he was. Never got around to looking that up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ow. Ashweeny! Michelle! Hey, is anybody out there? I know you won't be far, you sons of bitches. I need to tell y'all about something. Before. Before. Oh, god damn it. Oh, sh shit, is that all blood? Pick her up. What? Pick her up, damn you. Use some meager portion of your training she needs to be in a stasis pod 15 minutes ago. Then say so! Oh, hell. Meld. Shit, shit, shit. All that blood. I don't know if... I want the Enclave to have a face that I can punch! Oh, shit. Olfactory, give me cigarette smoke. Give me balsam fur. Incense. Banana pudding. That's great. Nice work there, Longlois. You're on the road to another commendation. Wait until management hears that you're broke. Fuck. Wilder. Oh. I can't do this anymore. Computer record message for Roger Bracado Fisher on his return to base. I'm heading to stasis. I wasn't going to. I wanted to stay awake and find a way out. I, I wanted to be the guy. But I don't think I trust myself anymore. There's stuff that's... If you don't know already, you've got all the access you need. Search for a wilder in my messages. <laughs> it was a pretty obvious prick. It won't be hard to find. Search for Wilder. Search for... Nessa. That's not... That's not even what I need to say. It's not that I... There's someone who... Listen. You looked at the records for the other bases, right? Did you notice any names? Like, did anyone stick out in your memory? Maria Longlois. I'm sure if you'd seen her name, you'd remember, right? Moonbase Gamma, last that I knew. Yeah. Gamma. She's my sister. I went into security because of her. She's the one who... Not that we're close, but she was the one, you know. Everyone's got that one who they follow. She was the one. You would have said something if you'd seen the name. 
Even you don't hate me that much. I don't think. I guess... I guess even if she was, we're all dans même piège now, and I'll be frozen solid before you get back anyway. I just wanted to... Good luck. I guess I'll see you on the other side. Hey, um, hi. It's me again. Same place, sitting by the same tower, just past the edge of the Mare Fecunditatis. I haven't been able to get going again. I feel like the gravity is a hundred times heavier. Instead of 83.4% lighter, I can't make myself move. I can't move because this is the last part of the trip where I can look up above me and... There it is, up in the sky. There you are, still within my view. I don't know how to let that go. Oh, oh Alex, love so much harder than I could have possibly imagined. Even though it's just a swirl of color against the unending universe. I've been writing something in my head, driving there and back, something to send to you. I've never really tried this before. I couldn't get any bits of it to rhyme, so I stuck to the easy type of poetry. But hopefully it's not too terrible. I never looked for patterns in the stars. Stars are miraculous enough, bringing almost unbearable perspective to the night sky, each a haven of potential for dust to coalesce into new world, a new life, scattered flaring embers from the fire that started the universe, expecting they'd also have some special personal meaning seem like asking far too much. But since the day I met you, I've come to understand that stars planets all of cosmic evolution, from the first quarks and gluons to the complex and beautiful forms we now inhabit, they all exist within patterns, not created from above, but found within, connections given movement and necessity by our need for them, by one of us reaching out to another, seeking some individual meaning beneath and among an astonishment of stars. I guess I should get myself going. This is Roger Bergato Fisher, out. Thank you for listening to the Season 2 finale of Moonbase Theta Out. This episode featured Lehman Kessler as Roger, Tina Daniels as Wilder, Tozamon as Ashwini, Jen Ponton as Tumnus, and Cass McPhee as Michelle. <laughs> <laughs>
The full season featured those folks, as well as Gabriel Tonico as Alex, Elisa Park as Nessa, with guest appearances from Shannon Perry, Richard Nadolny, Leslie Gideon, and Chad Ellis. The season was written, edited, and produced by DJ Silvis, and Cass McPhee has also been our community manager for the last half of the year. We've just got an amazing group of people adding their talents to the mix. I can't say enough good things about all of them. Hey, Cass McPhee here. Actually, I am now co-producing the show, so you're going to see a lot more of me going forward. Looking forward to it. Also, I wanted to say a special thanks to Evan Tess Murray, who took on the role of the Consortium Announcer. I hope you have been enjoying their voice as much as we have. Our theme music is Star by the band Ramp. You can find more info and so much more to download at ramp-music.net. You should really check that out. It's been a hell of a ride, friends. Thank you again for being a part of this adventure. We couldn't do this show without your support on Twitter, your reviews on iTunes, Podchaser, Stitcher, your backing on Patreon, or buying our merch on TeePublic, or just being a part of the community. The good thoughts and good energy is what sustains us, and that comes from every one of you. We'll be back with more Moonbase as soon as possible. Consortium Channel 5 ends our broadcast day with a final message. Honor all curfews, listen to security, and keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a podcast which combines the art and beauty of classic literature with the fun of Dungeons and Dragons roleplay. These episodes are led by me, Kate, your master teacher, which is Dungeon Master meets High School English Teacher. We take on quests in these fascinating worlds, meeting and adventuring with the greatest literary characters of all time, solving puzzles set up by the dubious Dr. Frankenstein. One eye is over there, and the other eye is rolled over there. Exactly right. Hunting Moby Dick alongside Captain Ahab. (laughs) I've rolled a one. Are you rolling? Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a faithful yet irreverent way to interact with the stories which have influenced us for centuries. Plus, it's a much more exciting way to experience literature than writing an essay. Essays don't have swords which burst into flame, or poop monsters hiding in toilets. Anybody got some poop for me? A new episode of Of Mice and Men and Monsters is released every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. 